We begin today chapter 39. Chapter 39, one word, Lishma, for its own sake. We spoke about previously that kavana, intent, doing something with mindfulness, has two components or two dimensions to it. One is the human and one is the animal. Human means you have choice and you use your intelligence in that choice. Animal means it's not choice, it's instinctual. Now that's all a metaphor for us to understand that when we have kavana intent in our devotion, our mindfulness, we have these two components. One is that I have the choice that I can, with my intelligence, produce the intent, meaning my awareness, my relation of my relationship with God, God's relationship with the world. All of that is an intelligence that gives me the capacity, gives me the capacity to produce a feeling. A bond. That's one form. The other form is instinctual, meaning we already have the intent. It's already a part of us. We have a godly soul that already has a love of God, except it's hidden, that love. All I have to do is reveal it. All I have to do is bring to the surface that which is already there. So I'm not creating it because it's already a part of my reality. And we call it in the four um, types of creation, we call that <clears throat> analogous to the animal. Why, again, why? Because an animal is instinctual being. Now, you could train the instinct, but in the end, all you're doing is training the instinct. You're not transforming an instinct. Only a human being can do that. A lion can't come out of, uh, uh, out of the jungle one day and say, I want to be a pussycat. I want to be a sweetheart. But someone who's a brute person can decide, I want to be sweet. And they can, be, they can transform. Anyway, that's a distinction. So with this, the alternative continues and says, for this reason, angels, you believe in angels? Well, Start. Start believing. They are called chayos and behemoths. They're called beasts and animals. As it's written in Ezekiel, and an angel with the face of a lion is to the right of the divine chariot, and the face of the ox is to the left. Those are angels. We'll explain more later the concept of angels, but let's just learn the concept uh, as Yaltareb explains. For this reason, angels have no freedom of choice between good and evil, as a human being does. And their fear and love of God isn't natural to them. In other words, they don't create it. They don't create that reality because it's natural to them, that reality. 
That's why the love and fear that they have, that angels have for God, are instinctual and natural, and why they're compared as a result to animals. So continues here, uh, the Altar and says, Therefore, tzaddikim, righteous individuals, are on a higher level than even angels. And the abode of the righteous souls is in the world of Bria, the spiritual world of creation, Bria. As opposed to angels, their spiritual abode is in the world of Yitzira, the world of formation. Now, what's the difference between the world of Bria and Yitzira, the world of creation, the world of formation? These are spiritual worlds we're talking about. We're not talking about a physical world here. We're talking about a spiritual world. What is the distinction between them? Yitzira, a spiritual world, where primarily what is the focus there? What is that world? It's a world of divine emotions, midas. In other words, the divine attribute of chesed, of kindness, of guru, severity, which means corresponding to that means the love of God, which is chesed, and then the awe of God, which is gvura, is what is in that world. The world of, it's a world of divine emotions. And therefore the six divine emotions, chesed, gvura, teperetz, netzah, are what pervade that world fill that world. Therefore, angels, angels, again, that serve God in that world are constantly in an emotive state, a natural state, instinctual state of, of love and awe of God. And this is what it means that the entire host of angels Gavriel, Gabriel is on the left because he is, the word Gavriel, Gabriel, comes from the word Gvura, meaning that their primary um, focus is on the awe of God. Michoel, Michael is the embodiment of love of God. So therefore the angel Michoel, Michael, is in constant adoration of godliness and having a love of God. That's what angels are, are doing over there. However, that's the world of Yitzira, the world of formation. But there's a higher world called the world of Bria, which radiates with divine intelligence, divine Chabad, Chachmah bin Vadas, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And it is a higher world and therefore becomes the source of the lower world as the mother is the source of the child. So it is called mother. Intelligence is called mother because it mothers emotions. It gives birth to emotions. So Bria gives birth to the world of Yitzira. And in this world of Bria is where righteous people have a love and awe of God, but not like angels that it's instinctual, 
but it is something that's born out of their intelligence, meaning an awareness of God, understanding and a knowledge of God's greatness that leads to a reusa deliba, a heart's desire to bond and connect with God. And therefore, in the world of Bria, these souls, they reside, these souls of the righteous reside in the higher Gan Eden, in the higher Garden of Eden. As opposed to the lower Garden of Eden is in the world of Yitzirah. In the world of Yitzir, the world of formation. So the higher form, the higher righteous person in the world of uh, of the higher world of Ganadin, the lower souls, they their abode is in the lower Garden of Eden, in the world of Yitzira, the world of divine emotion, right? That serve out of a hidden love of God that is hidden within their soul that they instinctually have and just reveal that hidden love and awe, meaning that it's not born out of intellect. It's not born, it's born out of the natural instinct of the divine soul. Therefore, these souls, by the way, when they're in the lower Garden of Eden, for example, um, meaning they have a lower revelation of divinity in that world, as opposed to the souls that come from the world of, or abode, or their abode is in the higher Garden of Eden, which is in the world of Bria, the world of creation. But even those that are come from a lower level, on Shabbos and the new moon, on Rosh Chodesh, they ascend from the lower Garden of Eden to the higher Garden of Eden and are able to delight in and bask in the radiance of the Shekhinah, of the Divine Presence of God. Right? Meaning that now they can comprehend much deeper um, realities of God's presence, the Shekhinah, of the Divine Presence, and delight in that understanding. Because now the soul has been elevated to the world of Bria. Okay. Now, all of these souls attain a much loftier appreciation of divinity, even the souls that are in the world of Yitzirah, Right, because they they revealed their hidden love for God rather than producing it with their intellect, um, but revealed their hidden love that is the nature of their soul, they get a much greater, loftier um, revelation of godliness, the soul. We're talking about, of course, souls after we finish our, our time here in this world, right? They get a much loftier revelation than even the angels do. Well... Simply put it, angels are truly instinctual beings like animals. And therefore, it's their mere instinct to have a love and awe of God. As opposed to souls, when they were in a body in this world, they could have chosen to be following a divine order or the opposite. So, Because we have that choice. 
Therefore, when the soul leaves this world, goes and finds its, its abode in, in the world of formation, Yitzhiro, the world of Bria, the world of creation, um, it will have a much loftier divine revelation than the, than the soul's, uh, sorry, rather than, than angels, because we chose to subdue the negative part of our being, the sitracher, the klipa of this world and from within, and uh, we had that freedom of choice to choose negativity, to choose evil, and yet we chose to connect to God. So therefore, th those souls will get a much greater revelation as a result than even angels. Yeah, so we're greater than angels. Now, that is, everything that we just said is about the, the abode of souls. Of our souls, well, leaving this world, right? Souls eternal, it continues, has an abode. Based on what kind of soul it is. What kind of, right? However, when, when we're speaking about the divine service of an individual through their Torah study and, and mitzvahs that they fulfill, the, the, the actual Torah study that we're doing engaged now, and the actual um, mitzvahs that we fulfill, based on the kavana that we have, the intent that we have to bind ourselves to God through this, well, right, which we have a perfect unity with God when we fulfill this, these mitzvahs and study of Torah, will rise up to, a to the divine attributes in these worlds, whether the world of Yitzhira, because we're motivated by a natural love that the soul has, that we find that natural love and reveal that natural love. Or if it is something that we created the love because of our understanding of our relationship to God and the greatness of God, and therefore we have a much more profound connection, right, that we stimulate the emotions through our intelligence, so then our study of Torah or the mitzvah that we engage in will rise up to the divine attributes, which is divinity itself, in the world of Bria. Right, so again, either what we're doing right now is absorbed into godliness, into the ten divine attributes in the world of Yitzhira, if we're motivated by the our soul's hidden love and awe of God that we reveal, or because we truly meditate and contemplate about what we're doing and that really develops some kind of feeling that therefore what we are doing now rises up to the world of Bria, right? And this is, concludes the Alter Rebbe, this is the reward of the mitzvah, the mitzvah itself. In other words, the connection that we have with God itself in this moment, as opposed to what we create for our soul after we leave this world. Meaning, when we leave this world, so yes, we create 
a glimmer of God that our soul will be radiated, whether in the world of Yitzira, the lower Garden of Eden, or in the world of Bria, the higher Garden of Eden. But what we will get then is a glimmer of what we have produced now. With that glimmer, we will, we will understand, and it will be powerful that our soul is going to be like enlivened. However, that being said, it's only a ray. It's only a glimmer. Right now, when we study Torah and we do a mitzvah, we have an essential bond with God. And that's, that's why the reward of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself, meaning the bond itself. The bond to what? A ray of light of God? No. To the essence of God. That's why it's better one hour of repentance and good deeds of mitzvahs in this world than all of the world to come. Even though the pleasure in the world to come, meaning world to come, meaning Gan in the Garden of Eden, after we finish 120 years in this world, will be the 120 years uh, after 120, after our lifetime here, the tantalized ray of light will be so great that the pleasure will be much more than we have any pleasure here. That's the pleasure to the soul. But greater is here. Why? Because the pleasure of the soul that we'll get over there is only a glimmer, is only a ray. But now what do we have? God himself. But we don't experience that. Because that's too powerful right now until Mashiach comes, ultimately. But that being said, it is... Okay, so what do we have over here? Oh, we learned a lot. We said a lot over here. First of all, do you believe in angels? Well, Torah talks about angels. What is an angel? An angel is an expression of godliness in a manner of a created being. And it is so profoundly connected to God that it has no other um, awareness than God, even though it's a created being, and therefore has a separateness from God. So that's what an, an angel is, a malach. That's why they're often called animals, because they're animal-like in the sense that they follow their instinct. Their instinct is to have a love and awe of God. Now, the the, the angel uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, more that of all, because that's what his name means, Gvura, strength, and uh, Michoel, Michael, which um, refers to the kindness, the love. It, it, it is more dominant in its love of God. But it's not something they produce. It's not something that they have freedom of choice. Because, after all, even though they're creations of God, spiritual creations, but yet they are, so to speak, emissaries of God. They are there to fulfill a particular mission that God has for them. But they are completely aware of their mission. They're completely aware of of godliness that they are that's their natural 
habitat. Now, we have that also, a natural habitat, but that's of the soul, but it's hidden love. It's a hidden love. Alpha Mysoteris, we have to reveal it. And we have the choice to reveal it or not. We could follow our animal soul or the love of the, and, and then love, uh, you know, just materiality and love ourselves and just look for self-fulfilling things. Or we can have the love of our divine soul that yearns for God and wants attached to God through doing another mitzvah and studying more Torah. That's our choice. Now, even though it's a choice, but what we're finding in ourselves is the natural habitat of the soul and its um, connection and bond to God. That's what we're finding. Or for a much loftier soul than we'll be able to find in our intelligence, it produces the mother's a feeling. Not a natural feeling that's there in my soul, but something that I produced. That's a much harder thing to do. Now, after all is said and done, so the soul, we, we, we produce now from the mitzvahs that we do, that ray of light that our soul will have pleasure after we leave this world. So the pleasure of everything we're doing now, we don't have it on the soul level. We're not such lofty souls that we can experience that. But we will have it, a glimmer of it, a ray of it, like the ray of the sun, um, after our time in this world. But in this world, we don't have the experience of that divinity But we do have a connection to the essence of God himself. And that's greater than any experience. Although, we're all looking for an experience. We're all looking for an experience. We're all looking for, uh, you know, but the greatest thing we have is to do a mitzvah and bring an essential bond to God here. So when we have that awareness and what's promoting that awareness or that mindfulness is either my mind truly appreciating and understanding and giving and feeding my heart or just I attune to my soul and I reveal the nature of my soul and that bond. All right. Questions, comments, thoughts. Powerful stuff. Two question marks before. Please put two question marks before you ask, especially now because I'm having, I'm more difficulty and hmm, don't see any questions. 
up to the lower angels, then get to stay in Bria. The lower angels are in, in Yitzira. Our angels are primarily in Yitzira. Are primarily in Yitzira. Uh, that's Vicky's question. Now let's see another question here. John. Ah, very good. This Shabbos, we have Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh coming together. So we spoke about that on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, the soul that abodes in the lower garden of Eden in the world of Yetzirah formation has an aliyah, goes up to the world of Bria and has a much loftier, so is it a double? Yeah, it's a double, actually. Good point, John. Very good, yeah. Yeah, it's much more powerful. Davida Gwen, I don't see the question. Jane, do the angels get to live with us in this world, in the world to come? Well, you know, it's wonderful angels. But remember, our soul has a loftier revelation of godliness to us than angels do. Angels are energy forces, powers of God that are here to bring um, a, 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 a to bring the reality of God in a particular manner. Right? That's what they're just look at them as you know, messengers of bringing godliness into this world or in all, any of the worlds that's what it is that's what an angel is so but the, but they are creations which means they have certain autonomy um, as a result now that autonomy is not so autonomous because they instinctually sense the uh, they instinctually sense godliness to such a degree that they're constantly praising God, Kadosh, 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 holy, holy, holy is God, and and so on. And uh, not because they chose to, because they have another reality that they could, uh, you know, connect with. Not at all. They can only connect with this reality. Uh, Gwen. What explains the fall of angels if they don't have freedom of choice? Ah, good question. That's a good question. I have to check that out, Gwen. Excellent question. So, I, I don't think it's... I think it's because of the natural cause and effect of, the, uh, of their environment, shall we say. And it's not a choice, but it's just the, the natural cause and effect that therefore causes the fall, so to speak. And that fall is in order to fulfill a mission, ultimately. And that's how I would explain it. I hope that makes it a little clearer. Excellent question. Kimberly, verbal 
know, communication. Not clear what that means. Put two question marks in front so I know you have a question. I'm sure I missed some. Davida, when Mashiach comes and Hashem's Shechina is openly revealed with all the world, then be more illuminated than the world, right? Oh, thank you, yes. So, um, absolutely. As lofty as the spiritual world of Bria, and even at Silos, ultimately the purpose is this world, and it will be a greater illumination of godliness in this world, and experientially we'll have a greater connection to God in this world than any of the spiritual worlds above. Because this is where it's at, and when Mashiach comes, that's be the, re the true experience of godliness in this world, the essence of godliness in this world. Yeah, thank you, Davida. Excellent. Uh, Michael, please uh, share. Um, today in the higher Yoim was um, that Moshe said to Aaron he shouldn't enter the holy uh, of the holy, and this was with um, you, sh you shouldn't have what so without shaf. Um, means this because what so without shaf is uh, without shoes. Yeah, that is uh, that is as dangerous because it's because before the simsum there is the concealment. Um, is is this hurtful? When so what? So since the purpose is here, if you have what's called a ratsui, a yearning for godliness, to depart from this world because you feel such a strong bond to godliness that it brings you to a state of departure, that's not good. You need to come back. Come back to this world. Come back to the uh, reality of this world and bring that yearning and that drive into this world to transform this world because that's the purpose, is this world. So souls don't have that because they don't have this world to come back to. They have a spiritual world, so there is a constant yearning and a desire. But in this world, we can't have just a yearning and a desire to connect to godliness um, in a sense where the soul is kind of in a mode of ascent, leaving. But we need to come back, show you, return, return to um, the physical reality and take that, that uh, yearning and and express it in a mitzvah here, and study of Torah here. So that's, yeah, the connection. Thank you, Michael. All right, folks, amazing. Um, for those, uh, I had a problem today with the Facebook on my computer, so um, hopefully it'll be worked out, and tomorrow we'll, we'll then be on Instagram. So I was on an Instagram today. Sorry for those who were on Instagram. I hope you were able to find your way to Facebook, at least. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine, coming to you for Chabad, Zich and Kadesh, in Montreal, Canada, where it's a privilege, a pleasure to share with you, Natanya. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Be well. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Amazing as always.